Wickedness is real. Oppression is real. But more real is our victory. For this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. God has commissioned Dr. David Oyedebo, the presiding bishop of Winners Chapel International, to preach the word of faith, liberating men everywhere from all oppression of the devil. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to rule in the midst of your enemies and subdue them under your feet. Appreciate this God, this wonderful God that does all things well. Lift up your voice and thank Him. Thank Him with understanding that there is nothing you have today that He has not given to you. Bless His name, somebody give Him praise. Give Him praise, give Him glory. He deserves this, this glory we are giving to Him, He deserves it. Give Him praise. Thank you, Father. We give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Father, speak to us once again. Grant us access into your word. Let there be transformation by your word. Renew our lives. Renew our thoughts. By the transformation of your word. In Jesus' mighty name. Put your hands together for Jesus, somebody. And please be seated in his presence. May I ask once again, where is your star? I say, where is your star? May your star keep rising in the name of Jesus. No devil will be able to stop your rising. I said, no devil will stop your shining. In the name of Jesus Christ. Remember that the theme of the month remains, my star is rising. And in our teaching series, we are considering unveiling our breakthrough, breaking limit heritage in the world. Unveiling our breaking limit heritage in the world. Until it is unveiled, you cannot prevail. It is what is discovered that can be recovered. The word of God is sealed with your heritage. It must be unlocked for you to enjoy the same. In the first service, I mentioned of a lunchbox that has so much inside of it, good food inside. But somehow, the child might not be able to open the food. Open the lunch box. It's difficult for him to open. He might end up going home hungry, even though he has food there. The word of God has your blessing inside of it. Until you care to assess it, you cannot enjoy the blessing. 
What are we saying? You have a glorious heritage in the word of God. But until it's unveiled, you cannot enjoy it. As we look into the scripture this morning, may you have access to your own word. Now, the word for somebody might not be your own. May you have access for your own word. That is why sometimes you hear somebody said, last Sunday, the pastor said, and you didn't remember that the pastor said it. The reason is because that word for, was for that person and the person caught the word. Today, may you catch your own word in the name of Jesus. Looking at our limit breaking heritage from the mirror of the world. Like we have read since the month began in James chapter 1, verse 22. James 1, 22. Is a but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Reason being, there is this tendency that everybody hears but not everybody does. In fact, what you know and refuse to do becomes a mockery to your destiny. It is not enough to hear the word, you must do his word. It said in verse 23 For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Meaning, there is no effect. In verse 25, but it said, But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue therein, he be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, he said, This man shall be blessed in his deeds. Look into the perfect law. Be a doer. Then you are blessed. Look into the perfect law. Be a doer. Then you are blessed. May the blessing of the Lord follow you from today. Let's look at our heritage in the word of God this morning. Number one, take note that you are redeemed a fruitful vine and not a barren fig. The works of your hand, the fruit of your body is expected to be on, on, on the highest note because that is what God created you for. The first blessing God gave to man is that be thou fruitful. He said, be fruitful, replenish the heart. So your fruitfulness is on God's priority. In the book of Psalm 128, beginning from verse 1. Blessed is everyone that feareth the Lord, that walketh in his ways. He said, For thou shalt eat the labor of thy hands, happy shall thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Thy wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the side of thy house. 
Thy children, like olive plants, run about thy table. Behold, that thus shall the man be blessed that fear the Lord. He said, The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion, and thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. This is God's arrangement for you. If you see anything less, curse it. Jesus was passing by the fig tree and saw it was not producing, he cost it. When, when you see any sign of barrenness, you have to take authority and cause it. Except whatsoever you burn on it is burned in heaven. When you see that you are not producing, you declare war because that is not God's original plan for you. His plan for you is for you to be blessed for you to be fruitful so when you don't see the blessing you begin to address the situation number two you are redeemed a lively stone to command dominion you are a lively stone to command dominion and that you shall command from today in the name of Jesus First Peter chapter 2 verse 5 Ye also as a lively stone and are built up as a spiritual house. He said, an holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifice acceptable to God by Jesus. So the Bible says you are a living stone. You are, you are not to be dominated, you are to dominate. That is why I pray for someone, slavery has come to an end in your life. He said you are holy priesthoods. Don't run after Abalist anymore. You are a holy proof. If you don't know who you are, you will suffer like any other person suffers. Only your creator can give you a good name. Your creator said you are a holy priesthood. Your creator said you are a lively stone. No more shall you break down in the name of Jesus. And your purpose is to offer holy sacrifice unto me, spiritual sacrifice. You must not misuse the temple. The Bible says you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. When you, you misuse a structure, the owner does what? Kick you out. The owner takes it from you. So your, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Don't misuse it. If not, the owner can take it. He cannot take it or makes it useless. That shall not be your experience. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number two or three, you are redeemed an ambassador of Christ. To command dignity. 
You are not from this world. You are from above. You are only an ambassador here on earth. Please represent heaven. Everywhere you go, represent heaven. As an ambassador, you are not the one that should remove shirts and be fighting. You fight on the street as a believer. It's an abuse on your redemption. Somebody talk a little and say, you know your right and you begin to fight. If you fight your neighbors in the compound, you have lost your place. How, how do I give flyer to the person I'm wrestling with? Now, even if somebody from my church give them flyer and they know you go to that church, they will not come because of you. You are an ambassador, an ambassador in dignity. Start operating as an ambassador. Start operating as an ambassador. Who is an ambassador? A representative. In case they can't find Jesus on time, they find you, it's fine. In case they can't meet the pastor, they meet you, it's fine. You are an ambassador of Christ. Don't be moving like a destitute. You are an ambassador. Hey, arrange your life as an ambassador. Organize your life as an ambassador. Like I said, you are, you are a royal priesthood. Organize yourself as a same. Don't be found hanging with unbelievers doing what unbelievers are doing. It is not dignifying. Tell your neighbor, represent the kingdom. Tell your neighbor, represent the kingdom. If people see you come to church, there are people that come to church and then they don't know you come there and they see you, they say, This guy comes to this church. I've seen him before, I will never come here again. One day, as a brother in church, I was sitting at the back. That particular day, I saw, um, okay, I was at the choir stand. Then somebody was ministering. And then one of our friends was seated behind someone that came for the first time. And as the person was ministering, this person sat there and was pointing to him and said, You, you are singing in church, you, from behind. From behind, in, he, he was not saying it loud, but the person that was sitting behind was hearing what he was saying. He said, You sing in church, you, you, ah, ah, ah. The guy was singing. We saw that this man was just misbehaving on the song. He could, he was carrying solo one, putting solo two. He was just missing off the thing. So it was after the service that people, the brother that was not inquired, they called us, say, See what I saw. Somebody was pointing to uncle and was telling him, You singing on the altar, you. Your kind of person singing on the altar. Ah, it was. Eshon fun is sitting elingi langa besa sonto enu kono mundo vetula wabuza omonye bevagashilu kutaiba wenu atula yin. You know what that means? Outside there is not representing the kingdom. Ogo shugutinga pante agaume lumbuso. May you not be embarrassed in life. Represent this kingdom that you belong. If you want to be a Christian, sit down by the one and be a Christian, Christ-like. Uma umkrestu iba umkrestu ngepela. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 20 he said now then we are ambassadors of Christ we are ambassadors of Christ as though God did beseech you by us he said we pray you in Christ's stead 
be you reconciled to God. We are ordained to reconcile people to God, not to push people away from God. The scripture that some people will ever read all the days of their life. Some people might never open the Bible more. Let them see the Bible in you. Around your friend, let's see you that you are going to church. They, some people they even laugh at you. They say, see, this one is going to church. This one with his character. May this church change you. Change your attitude. That is what God expects from you and I. You are redeemed an ambassador of Christ. Not just redeem for nothing, but to redeem to help others to the kingdom. Take note also that you are redeemed as a seed of Abraham for generational impacts. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 is that Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the Lord being made a cause for us for it is written cause is everyone that hanged on a tree and verse 14 it said that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of a spirit through faith. Abraham was blessed, passed it to Isaac, Isaac passed it and on and on like that by repentance, by salvation. You also are on the queue. You are to be blessed and make impacts to your generation yet to be born. So you are an extension of Abrahamic blessing. That is what the word of God says about you. So if you are not operating there yet, you must crave to operate at that realm. Genesis chapter 22 verse 17 He said that in blessing I will bless thee And in multiplying I will multiply thee Thy, thy seed as a star of the heaven He said and the sun which is upon the seashore And thy seed shall possess the gate of thy enemies Verse 18 He said in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed Because thou art obeyed my voice May that be your portion in Jesus name Amen. So you are blessed by God to be a blessing The blessing must not cut off with you the blessing must proceed from you. I pray that you will be a generational blessing to your children. Your amen can be louder than that. But to assess God's plan for our life, we must take note of the following. Number one, one must continue to walk in the spirit. Revelation 1 verse 10, I was in the spirit. On the Lord's day, and then I heard behind me a great voice as a trumpet. Number two, 
Only those that walk in the spirit can enjoy the blessing of the Lord. Carnality can never profit anyone anything. You must walk in the spirit if you must get anything from God. Galatians chapter 5 verse 25 says the same. He said, if we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. All this little trouble amongst family, brothers and sisters, church members and all of that is not necessary if you walk in the spirit. A spiritual man always reason every matter in the spirit. A spiritual man refused to walk in the flesh. That's why it's called a spirit. Begin to reason spiritually. Not reasoning carnally. Number two, one must remain committed to be guided by the Spirit. You must be guided by the Spirit. Until you are guided by the Spirit, you might be misguided by your neighbors and friends. As a believer, you have equal access to God. divine guidance. Look at what the Bible has to say in Psalm 32, verse 8. It said, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my eyes. So God desires to guide you. Can you position yourself to be guided? Let God be the GPS for your destiny. You will never miss your path in life. God's guidance is better than any man's idea or guidance. In Proverbs 3, verse 6, it says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, he will guide thy paths. This year, may God guide you all the way in the name of Jesus Christ. I say, This year, may God guide you all the way in the name of Jesus. If you must enjoy divine guidance, then you must position yourself correctly. And as you do the same, I see God taking you from where you are to where you ought to be. In the name of Jesus Christ. Remember that today is our marital breakthrough service. In the, in the first service, we began by mentioning some keys to command marital breakthrough. Let me quickly mention that marriage is like a shoe. Marriage is like a shoe. When you wear oversized, be ready to drag it along throughout your life. When you wear a shoe that is oversized, you know, the way you'll be walking, people will be wondering, they don't know, this shoe is your, oh, it's not your size, it's too big for you, you drag it all the days of your life. When you wear undersized, be ready to feel the pain throughout your life the days of your life. If nothing is done about it, 
The pain can be remain, can be there forever. And that is why this service is holding. Whatever pain is around your life, around your marriage, I decree ease in the name of Jesus Christ. One thing about marriage is that you don't drop your shoe or remove it. <laughs> If it is physical shoe we are talking about, if the shoe you put your leg is too tight, you remove it. But when it comes to marriage, it's not allowed. Malachi chapter 2 verse 15. That is why we must take heed. Malachi chapter 2 verse 15. And did not he make one, yet had he the residual of the spirit. And wherefore one, that he might seek a godly seed. Therefore, take it to your spirit and let none deal treacherously against the wife of his youth. Verse 16. He said, For the Lord, the God of Israel, said that he hated putting away, he hated divorce. Mm-hmm. So no matter how painful or how stressful it is, God hates putting away. In case you are not married, that is why we are saying, saying it now. That you should make sure you take time to check the size that you want to put your leg into. A lot of people are inside of it. They are feeling the pain. Yeah, they can't shout. When you are ready to buy your own shoe, please take note of these three things. You know the shoe I'm talking about? The shoe of marriage. Number one, physical appearance. Please don't look for just beauty, physical beauty. The nice ones, the cheap ones, don't just look about you because you have to put your leg in the shoe. If you go for the beauty of a shoe alone, you will put your leg and manage it to come on with it. Every day you wear it, you will have scar. Because before you bought the shoe, when you hear shoe, I'm talking about marriage. Because before you bought the shoe, <laughs> are you hearing me? Before you bought the shoe, you saw the beauty. That is all that attracted you. If beauty is all that attracts you, you will soon be in trouble. Beauty also goes to financial gain. Those are the things that entice people. Some people even say, I won't, me, I don't, I'm not ready to stress, stress myself with any man. If he doesn't have money, he should just go. Those are the beauty. Don't just think about the beauty. There's this thing about the size. Not every handsome, wealthy, or intelligent guy is for you. Not every beautiful woman is for you. Look for the one that is meant for you. 
the one that is aligned with your values the one that goes with your beliefs the one that meets up with your journey in life so life is a journey there are people that marry and that is the end of their program the program of God for their life ends that day the reason is that they put their leg in a shoe that is not the correct size for them number two position position I will explain all size of shoe are not placed in the same place this is talking about nowhere to get your spouse not in the club your wife is not at the beach you might mistakenly carry water spirits anyone that goes to pick a wife from the beach might end up drowning in the beach later you know how people dress at the beach now everything at the beach look attractive if that is where you say you want to go and pick you will miss it in life just like the kind of shoe you want different kind of shoe you see they put the ones with lace the ones without lace just as it is rightly positioned you also need no need to know that you don't pick your own size anywhere. Nowhere to get your own shoe. Your size cannot be everywhere. Your size cannot be everywhere. In a more clear time, you cannot be a Christian and be looking for wife at the club. You carry a club woman, your head will have stitches. If you must pick a wife, pick a believer. You go to a club to pick a, to get a man from that place. The man will beat hell out of you. I met with a woman some time ago. She will not come to church for some time. But with this woman, every time she returns after going to work, she will always come with a mark. When, when the mark was unbearable, she has to open up to somebody. All this mark you are seeing is my husband. When the man, when the man beats her, she will come back with a mark after the thing has healed. Go and get your sight at the right place. Don't go about what is glitter. Get a husband, get a wife from the right place. Discover yourself first before you start thinking about getting a woman. Discover yourself first. So you get the one that goes with where you are going in future. When all the woman has to say is back shoe, back shoe, back shoe, back shoe, know that you will never save in life. Shoe is good. Back is good. 
But life is not about material things. There are people that have shoes and bags today, but the poverty cannot even allow them to carry it because people will ask them money and there's nothing inside the bag. There are men today that are molested here and they're beaten and battered because they went into a wrong relationship. That shall not be your portion in Jesus' mighty Number three, perceptions. And I relate it with a shoe again. Where is this shoe made from? The background of the person. A brother walks to you, I want to marry you. What is his background? A sister come, what is the background? Find out very well. Some people are from shrines. A child of an abalist is more or less an abalist because if he's not truly born again, he operates from one kingdom that is strange from yours. Do people really marry in their family? Yes, my case is different, but let me know the kind of battle I'm heading to. I know what I'm going to fight. People don't check background, they just dive into the thing. You must check the background. When you buy a shoe, you are buying a product. Am I correct? Still talking about perceptions. What is the size? What is your size? If you don't know your size, you keep trying shoe. Keep trying shoe. You try all the shoe there. And that, that is why we have people having too many relationships today. You try this, you try this, you try this. You won't have to try too many if you know your size. What is your size? What is the value? What is the person standing for? What kind of character does this person have? What is a person interest? That is how much. What am I to pay? What is is this? What is this thing going to cost me? What is the interest of this man or woman? What is a character so that we know how long this marriage will last? You ask a shoe. You carry the shoe. You ask a person selling. Does this one last? How long will it last? You bend it and all of that. While you are trying to understand this, these are the things that you check. You are trying to know this person. Don't just dive to advertise this person as your spouse, your husband to be, your wife to be. No. Sit down and check the character. The character does not change overnight. Who made it? Is he or she of the same faith? I said it in his first service that if you marry an unbeliever, you are not you cannot stop the devil from coming because the devil is your father-in-law. Is what you believe in compatible? Not that tomorrow morning you wake you up and say, We have to go and see one Abali somewhere. Will it match you? That is another thing you have to find out about the shoe. Whether he or she loves you and will accept you the way you are, that doesn't really match you. 
I pray here that no single, no single brother will miss it, no single sister will miss it in the name of Jesus. These are things we must check out practically. If you must see rest maritally, that is a work of It's not about going, let's go out, let's go, let's go here, let's go. No, it goes beyond it. And I see God helping somebody to walk out of every struggle in marriage in the name of Jesus Christ. Quickly, what, do, what do, must I do to actualize my glorious marital destiny? Number one, remain in love. Love with God. Remain in love with God. All things work together for good to them that love God if you love God you will enjoy marriage if you don't love God you will say it's not in just saying I love Jesus it is in your attitude towards Jesus that makes us know you love Jesus or not what is your relationship with God what, is your, what will God miss if you allow you to marry a wrong person what is your relationship with your maker that is what we just, I mean, whether we permit you to go astray or we stop you from going astray listen there are people that God cannot afford to lose they are committed to the things of God God cannot afford to lose them number two be committed to kingdom advancement endeavor Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All other things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6.33 Number three, beware of pride. Pride is before a fall. The proud man will be resisted by God. The Bible says pride goes before destruction. This one that nobody can correct you, you are so full of yourself. Beware of pride. A proud woman will not last in marriage, a proud man will never last there. If a proud sister, no matter how beautiful she is, proud makes her ugly. You see a lot of sisters full of themselves. If you cannot come down, nobody will marry you. Marriage is to put yourself under. And when you truly put yourself under, God Himself will exalt you. Don't allow your qualification to cheat you. Don't allow your qualification to cheat you. Take away pride, then you will enjoy God's hands. We're in a situation where nobody is qualified to talk to you. They talk, say, Me, you are talking to me. You didn't see me. You didn't, you didn't check me. Me, me, a whole me. Nobody is whole. God is whole. <laughs> Beware of pride. Beware of pride. Pride will not allow a man to settle down. 
Take away pride, be humble. And then when you are humble, God exalts you. Number four, beware or believe, sorry, in God and his prophets. Believe in God and his prophet. Remember 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verse 20. Believe in the Lord thy God. You shall be established. Believe in the prophet. You will prosper. In Hosea chapter 12 verse 13. The Bible says by a prophet he brought them out of Egypt. And by a prophet he's taking them. Preserving them. So if you want a glorious marriage. Then you must believe God. You must believe in his prophets. You want to settle down maritally, you must believe in God. Believe that there is a man meant for you. Believe that a woman is meant for you. If you believe it, you will not run after somebody else's home. You will not run after the married man, the married woman. Believe it that God has established a man for you. May the grace of God cause you to have a sweet home in the name of Jesus. When people are making reference, they will see your home and love it in the name of Jesus. No matter what the devil has done as a cause against anyone's destiny, it can be destroyed. So surely we are going to be rising to decree against every form of cause against anyone's marital destiny here. Like we had in that testimony, an enchantment was released against that family. And then it was time to marry, nobody was getting married. Whatever enchantment has been released against your marital destiny, the same shall be destroyed. Whatever has been said against your marital destiny, the same shall be crossed. Numbers chapter 23, verse 8. How shall I cause whom God has not caused? How shall I defy him whom God has not defied? Rise your feet as we pray this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, let every enchantment, every spell against anyone's marriage, any winner's marriage today be destroyed. Let enchantment be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Let every cause be crushed in the name of Jesus. Every enchantment against the glorious marriage of your people, lift up your voice and pray. Every enchantment against my marital destiny, let the same be crushed in the name of Jesus. Let the same be crushed in the name of Jesus. Every enchantment against my marital destiny. Oh Father, let every enchantment be crushed. Let every enchantment be crushed. Every enchantment against the marital destiny of my children. Be crushed in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. The first step towards getting anything from the Almighty is salvation. You want to be helped by God. You must reconcile with God. Wherever you are, you know you are not born again. That might be the reason why people are coming and going. That, that might be the reason why they are promising and failing. 
You know you are not born again this moment. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Wherever you are, place your right hand on your chest right now. And say after me, Lord Jesus. I surrender my life to you. I reject the devil today. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Now I know that I'm a child of God. You pray that prayer with me. Wherever you are, come quickly. I want to pray for you here. You pray that prayer with me wherever you are, come quickly. Come quickly, you pray that prayer with me. Come, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you wherever you are. Don't be ashamed. Come, come, come quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You will stretch your hands towards the communion. Whatever I must change about my life that will make things begin to work well for me. Lord, give me the grace for transformation. Lift up your voice and pray. Whatever. You have been empowered for all-round victory, exploit, and unquestionable dominion over all life challenges. The end has come to all struggles in Jesus' name. Please share your testimonies with us by calling us on 031-301-6266 or 074-575-9240. You can equally send us an email to wmadaben at yahoo.com. Best of all, come hear the man of God live as you worship with us at in Durban. Our services hold on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. for English and Zulu interpreted services and on Wednesdays at 5.30 p.m. God bless you.